All right, welcome to another edition of the Rack and Rundown podcast. We are recording this at the conclusion of day one at Wimbledon. Um, today with us, your your co-host, nobody's changed here. It's me, Musa. We have Ryan, and we have Akil. So, all right, guys, we're almost done with the first day. Well, we are done with the first day of Wimbledon here. Uh, very rainy day at Wimbledon. Um relatively eventful day you know we saw a couple of upsets here um biggest one being faa falling you know faa is a pretty good grass quarter we had an american win that one with uh big mike michael mo so um what do you guys make of that result um do you think he's got a shot to go deep here what do we think i'll take the felix angle first uh yeah i'm I'm kind of bummed. Uh, this is this feels like a bit of a bit of a low point for for Felix. Been a been a very rough season for Felix uh, this year. Never really getting healthy since uh, finishing last year so strong. And uh, yeah, obviously came in to to this this tournament short on match play, even on even on grass. So he was he was vulnerable for for an early exit, but. Uh, yeah, it just didn't look good at all, at all from from whatever I caught of that match, and you know, five numbers at the end where I think he he, he had something like sixty unforced errors over those four sets. So, um, you know, props to Michael Mo. You know, he's he's plays a super unorthodox game to my eye, but uh, you know, it it's uh, uh this year, you know, upending Zverev and uh Felix, it's it's uh. Yeah, I mean it's tough to play when you don't have your best stuff clearly, and uh, but yeah, no for for Felix, I really did not expect. Uh, obviously, this type of season off of a career year last year, of course, last year felt like he was taking the massive leap earlier in the year, and you know it wasn't the massive leap, but it was still a huge step forward nonetheless. And now it's uh, I never you know even though he's like. He's super, uh, it's kind of confusing with, uh, you know, tactics, how streaky he is, all that. Um, but like, strangely enough, it feels like he's, he's, um, you know, emulating more of, of a Shapovalov arc. I don't know if that's too reactionary right now, but, um, you know, maybe it is, but, you know, given, just given the prospect that Felix is like Felix was lit in my, I, I literally was hyping the guy in 2019. Like, like I did, like I did Alcaraz and uh, you know, he's about to turn 23 in, in a month. So it's just, I I'm super bummed by, by, by today's result. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's, it, it's disappointing for sure. Given that, you know, Felix seemed to have had a game that should be pretty translatable to the grass, and he hasn't really made do on that. And so, I mean, I, I don't even think that the Shapovalov comparisons, you know, too too extreme, honestly. Um, I think that Felix has really, really stalled this year, and it's kind of disappointing. Um, I really hope he picks it up because um, he, has, he has a ton of talent, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he's getting up there in age. Um, I think he's going to be turning 23 this year. 
in in just about a month or so. So it's uh, the time's now for him to really start picking it up. And you know, you really hope that he's he's going to get it together. Speaking of, uh, you know, some some other talented uh, young players, but you know, uh, Americans as well. Um, Taylor Fritz is in in the midst of a battle. Uh, fifth set. Um, you know, what do we what do we make of this result? Do we think Taylor's going to come out uh, of that with uh, with the win? Um, should we look too much into this first round, or um, kind of just chalk it up as just a, a rough getting started? Yeah. So as of t- as of this recording, um, due to darkness, the match was suspended at two three on serve. Um, Taylor up in that fifth set. But, you know, looking into this match, you know, you knew Huntman was going to give Taylor his hands full. Um, he had already beaten Taylor pretty routinely, soundly, in Rome. Uh, and he had already, you know, Huntman's having a career year, broken the top 50. Um, and Taylor's, um, to be frank, he's been struggling in slam since his uh, his Wimbledon quarterfinal run last year, um, making, making a, a, some really nice wins there on grass last year but this year it's just it's 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 been a struggle um you know at at, at the slams he, he did lose to brandon holt last year at the u.s open followed it up with an early exit in australia and at the french so you know really you know i feel like there's a lot of pressure on taylor right now and some of the other americans but him having won a big title and Indian Wells already, the, the 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 pressure and expectations for an American to finally break through and win a slam, given it's been practically twenty years since Roddick last hoisted a, a trophy for for the USA. So I, I feel like that pressure is definitely definitely there in the back of his head and weighing on him a little bit. And he has not looked good in these um, grass court tune ups, losing to Manorino and Queens Club and uh, Mackie McDonald in Eastburn coming in who unfortunately being, went out today as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tough one with Bublik uh, who just won Holla, but I, I do think Taylor pulls it out. Um, you know, Taylor still has a lot of good results on grass, even if they haven't been this year, he's won Eastburn before in the past. Like I said, the quarterfinals last year, I do think he comes through a, a tight battle with Huntsman. And I think, um, I think maybe this um, suspension of play was a blessing in disguise to get allow him to regroup and and uh, come out with um, a more aggressive mindset and cut down on some unforced errors that were plaguing him big time in sets two and three especially. Um, so I, I do think he gets that win. But then again, I wouldn't be shocked if if Huntsman on a career year pulls the upset. But I'll I'll, I'll say Taylor in a breaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be. Uh... That'd be great. I mean, obviously, we 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 hope that you know Taylor Terrell gets through that second round, uh, first round here because you know, he's he's obviously top of the crop when it comes to the Americans here. So another um, you know big name, uh, great result for Stan the Man. Straight sets over Rusevori, quality player. Um, you know, I think the one that we've all kind of at the back of our mind have our eyes on would be uh, potentially. Novak versus Stan. And of course we know historically Stan's been, you know, a, a big sort of arch nemesis of Novak's as much as a uh, really any player can be. Right. But we also know Stan's worst surface is the grass. 
Um, do we think Stan has it in him to pose any sort of threat to Novak? Um, and, you know, with today's performance, uh, do we do we think that uh, he's looking even better than he has leading up? Uh, I mean, not really. I don't, I, I don't think uh, I don't think he stands much of a chance to Djokovic. It would be awesome to see see him get there. He should get there now, um, especially, you know, to having taken care of business today in straightforward fashion. Um you know, in ways that he struggled with putting away his opponents easily in the first couple majors of this year. Um, but I mean, the bottom line is he's 38 years old. Um, and also like, I, I Stan's always going to have the easy power. That's, uh, that's still very much there. It's, uh, it's, it's still awesome to watch, but like, uh, uh it's been a couple knee surgeries now and uh, obviously it's, it looks like, um, he's, he's lost quite a bit of foot speed and, uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely an issue. And, uh, I, I don't really see, uh, you know, in spite of the fact that he's yeah, obviously had the three, three slam wins over Djokovic and, you know, a couple other, uh, marathons with him, uh, is obviously a very different player now than, than he was in, in any of those of those matches but i'd love to see it yeah i mean in general in this half i don't like maybe center fritz could could push Djokovic, but um other than that like i in spite of the fact that there's some like good good names on grass and in his in his section it's uh, you know, one reason or the other, they're out of form this year, not good on, uh, or not healthy, rather, um, right now, in the case of Felix and Kyrgios, obviously withdrawing. Um, but yeah, no, it's, he's, he's a huge betting favorite, and, you know, it's for good reason. It's, uh, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be an uphill battle for anybody. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's completely fair. Um, you know, at the end of the day, Stan is getting up there very much to an age, and you know, Novak's just uh, you know, leagues ahead of anyone else on the grass right now. So, you know, hope to see that third round. Regardless, would love to see Stan maybe take a set, but yeah. Um, in the meantime, you know, looking ahead to tomorrow, there's some great players in action. So we have Sir Andy Murray on center, which is great to see. Um, you have Carlos Alcaraz, you have Cam Nori, Sitsi Paz playing D team, uh, Medvedev in action, Holger Runa, Fritz to finish up, uh, Zverev, uh, Berrettini coming back, Francis Tiafo. So, and then Dimitrov as well. I mean, with all these guys, you know, kind of, kind of playing tomorrow. Um, do we have any major upset calls on the cards? Um, or any matches to look out for, um, you know, uh, and players to to kind of watch for in terms of performance, whether that's uh, one of the Americans or one of the favorites. Yeah, um, I I'll have a ballsy upset for tomorrow. Um, I, I think uh, Jerry Vesely takes out Sebastian Corda. Um, I think this uh, nothing against Corda. I think he's a brilliant player. He'll be top ten in his time. You know. 
winning a major isn't out of the cards down the road. But for now, he still hasn't played a ton of matches this year since Australia. Uh, had a long wrist injury that took a while and kept him out for most of the season after that until just recently on clay. Um, but we got a nightmare draw. I mean, Jerry Vesely has made Wimbledon fourth round twice now. Uh, he's a lefty, a big lefty, a six, six lefty with a, a punishing sliding serve. Um, he's very comfortable in slams. He's a vet. Uh, he won't be phased at all. And, I think Sebastian put a little bit too much pressure on himself, crowning himself as a favorite for Wimbledon. Um, you know, I think it's good to have a healthy, you know, level of confidence, but I think that kind of put a target on his back and it's going to put added pressure on him. And, you know, I, I just, Sebastian did look good in, in Queens. Um, I'll, I'll give him that. He made the semis, uh, beat Nori Tiapo and Dan Evans, but, um, you know, Vesely just pushed Steph to a very tight battle at the French. Uh, four sets, which should have been five sets. He had set points in that fourth set. Um, but, you know, he, he's beaten Sasha Zverev um, here at Wimbledon. He's beaten some other big names. Um, he's beaten Djokovic before in his career. So he, he's not phased by anyone. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to pick that Vesely over Korda upset. It'll be five sets probably. It'll be an epic battle, but... I mean, I think that's just a nightmare first round for the American. Yeah, no, and I think that's uh, that's ballsy. On the fourth of July, you're you're gonna see Sebastian Corda gets get his heart broken. Uh, well, I hope that doesn't happen because uh, I think Sebi is one of the most promising Americans in the draw, and I would love to see him go deep. But I think it's completely fair. I mean, I think uh, Jerry Fesley has a very translatable game to the grass, and I think uh, we could definitely see that upset happen. Uh, he's, a, he's a seasoned player, quality player, veteran. So, yeah, um, you know, I guess with that, when it comes to some of the some of the favorites here, um, you know, uh, Alcaraz is playing Jeremy Shardy, who's getting up there in age as well. Um, Sitsipas getting kicked off here. Medvedev. Do we see any of these guys really in trouble? You know, on this first in this first round, um, or do we think? smooth sailing at least for this first first match for these guys uh from the first match i i don't really see that much danger for for any of those guys um but city plus plus i would be surprised to see him get um really to the second week in in general um because yeah, it's been even even for his standards on grass, you know, it's and it's been an ugly record for him. But um, th- this year has been particularly poor. Um, you know, one in three this year on on the grass in general hasn't really looked um, looked himself since Australia, and it's been injury riddled since. But um, you know, as it is, not the strongest grass court player, and then. Um, you add on the fact that, you know, you have, uh, you have Muzzard out there potentially in the second round. I, I might lean Andy Murray there. I think that, uh, you know, like last year, I thought Murray had a great shot to go second week. I, there are two challenger titles. So like, do I think he's a contender to win the title? No, but I certainly think that. You know, in a in a field that's so uh, 
you know, really kind of unseasoned on grass for the most part. Uh, Murray's Murray's got pedigree there. Murray's uh, this year playing. Pro- he's probably at his best season with the metal hip. And, uh, um, yeah, I I think he's got a great shot here to go second week. I don't think anyone pre, like, I want to say uh, – a potential quarterfinal. I I'm, I don't have the draw in front of me, but I'm I don't think any of those guys are insurmountable for him. Cici Plus second round. I think Shelton it would be third round, and for Steph if he got through those, um, Murray. I I don't know if he'd be able to take Shelton given his um issues returning serve on the surface. But um, yeah, I th- I think. I do want to see a deep Andy Murray run. We haven't seen him make it to a second week yet of a, of a major in this uh, metal hip era. I think third round has been his best this year at Australia and then at Wimbledon two years ago. Um, and I think he has a great shot to do it here. It would be awesome 10 years on from his, uh, you know, milestone victory, um, breaking that British drought of of winning Wimbledon. Um, you know, in fact, the last time Novak Djokovic lost on center court was was that final. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm excited about what Andy Murray can do there. I'm down on CT Plus, and uh, you know Medvedev. I I don't I don't know. He's got a he's got some tricky tricky uh opponents ahead of him as well. Um, but it does help that. You know, Manor, you know, a guy who he struggled with who can do a lot of the things that make Medvedev uncomfortable. Uh, he's probably not going to be 100%. I heard he was hurt, you know, in the final of Mallorca. And he's played a lot for a guy who just turned 35. So, you know, Medvedev, yeah. I think there's opportunity for him. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Um, I think since he passed, has been extremely uh, concerning going into to Wimbledon here, and I would not be shocked if he did not get past that second round with Muzz. Um, you know, I guess as we look to a couple of these other Americans um, in action, Ben Shelton is a, is a name I think that deserves mentioning. Um, you know, do we think that Ben Shelton, uh, you know, should should uh, have a deep run here? Um, is it too much to to put on on a young player or uh you know do we think that he should uh you know kind of just like focus match by match and just try to get you know to that third round yeah i think ben should just like you said focus match to match um you know he didn't do quite as well in the uh grass court tune-ups as i would have thought he would have done did beat a jj wolf that was a nice win Competitive loss to Mercedes, competitive loss to Christopher Eubanks, who ended up winning that Mallorca title. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's definitely um, – he's Ben Shelton is a guy who's pretty carefree. That's his personality. Um, and we all saw how that worked for him down under in Australia, making, you know, the quarterfinal out of nowhere. So I definitely think um, he has it in him to make another run like that. Um uh, looking at his draw, Taro Daniel first draw might give him a little trouble. Take a set, he'll get through that. Um, Max Cressy probably second round. Uh, Servan Bali and Grass Porter, who's won a Grass Court title before, not in the best form coming in. That that could be a little tricky, but I think Shelton gets through that. Um, and then, like as Akil alluded to, Andy Murray 
would be a likely third-run opponent who I also think will take out Stefan Tsitsipas if Steph can even beat Dominic Team, which is far from a guarantee. Um, I, I do think um, Ben would have the advantage on Murray um, just because I, I, I think the pressure um, that Murray would hear after beating Steph um, I think people would start to crown him as a guy that could make the semis out of the section or the finals, not finals, but semis um, out of his section. I think that that pressure might weigh on him a little bit. And, you know, he's underperformed at Wimbledon last couple of years, losing to Isner um, last year, for example. Um, so I, I, w- I would lean Shelton there. I think Shelton can make the fourth round. Um, it'd be tough to see him beating um, like a Cameron Norrie or – um, if Corda were to make it or someone else, a wild card like an Eubanks, um, that, that might get tricky from there. Um, just because at some point, not having experience on like a Wimbledon center court and seeing how the grass changes from the start of the week through the middle of the fortnight to the end of the fortnight, uh, as we see. See the that that grass change on uh, the surface change is, is is it really changes up play. So um, we see a lot of skidding balls and we see a lot of sliding and and it and it's it's really a big adjustment. Um, you know, no other slam has that composition change throughout the week like a Wimbledon does. So I, I I think it'll be tough to see Shelton go deeper than like fourth round, but maybe quarterfinals is in the books. Um, you know, and Medvedev would probably await in the quarters, which would be really tough. But, you know, he's he's made a quarterfinals before, so I won't count out Ben Shelton at all unless he played Alcaraz in the semis. Completely fair. And, yeah, I mean, I, I really hope to see Ben go deep. I think he's got a really translatable game to the grass. Um, and I think uh, in the future he's going to be a very serious contender for this title. Um. You know, with that in mind, I think if we just quickly kind of look to the draw here and try to get, you know, everybody's take on, you know, quarter by quarter, who we expect the quarterfinalists to be. Uh, starting with that first quarter here, this is between Alcaraz as the top seed and then I believe Holger Runa. So, um, you know, speaking for myself here, I expect Alcaraz to probably make that, you know, quarter, of course, and then, uh, I'd say Francis Tiafo. Um, you know, I think uh, you know Francis Tiafo. Although I'm biased as an American, I think he's gonna he's due for a great run, and I think Dimitrov uh, also has a decent shot to make that quarter. Don't trust Holger Runa right now, uh, especially in five sets on the grass. But uh, Alcaraz and Tiafo would be my two guys in that first quarter. Um, do you guys think anything different or uh, if so, in that first quarter, who do we expect to creep up? Yeah. I mean, this is a loaded quarter. Um, and uh, I also have Alcaraz Tiafo as that quarterfinal. I go Alcaraz over Tiafo, but uh, you know, for Alcaraz, he's going to be, it's going to need to be sharp out of the gates. Uh Pretty much, you know, after his first round, really, um, you know, shout, shout out Jeremy Shardy. I believe he said he this is probably going to be his last event. Um, but um, he gets him first round, then uh, 
Second round, you have a potential Rinder Kanech match, who he really struggled against in his debut in Queens. Um, obviously, after that, went on to win his next 10 sets and breezed through the rest of the, to- the tournament after escaping that one in a, in a deciding set breaker. But, you know, you look down the line, you got a, a potential Yari match, a Yari or Ugo Umber, former Hala champion in the third round. And then you might get Zverev or Demonor. Um, but I did, I, uh, again, I take Alcaraz. I, I like what I've, I really like what I've seen this year. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's definitely become a better player this year. Off luck in slams with, uh, you know, the, the body not, not being able to let him play in Australia. And then, uh, uh, obviously seizing up uh, after two sets against Novak in the semis of, of RG. But, um, you know, it, there's all these hurdles, the guys you don't want to play early on, you know, first week of Wimbledon when the court is slicker. But Alcaraz has done a great job of just, uh, you know, stay, staying consistent this year, not really... Um, you know, there's there's like one match this year that's that's an outlier with the Morosian and Rome upset. Um, but other than that, the dude's been you know lit in nine events in one two fifty played in those nine events, and he's made eight semis or better in five titles. And you know, on top of that, to the eye, he looked awesome in Queens after that initial struggle. Um, I really liked what what he was doing. Um you know, picking up a lot of those foundational pieces you need to do well on grass seemed a lot more committed to hitting a slice, a lot more committed to coming forward and, uh, you know, bombing away those flat, um, you know, mid one thirties serves he's capable of delivering with, with greater frequency. It looked like, um, so yeah, a roundabout way of saying, I think he'll, he'll make it through in spite of, you know, tough draw for him. Uh, Tiafo also, I, yeah, I'm pretty much on board with everything he said. With uh, you know, he's he's been a different player since that U.S. last year, and uh, yeah, he's played well in his slam losses this year, but still not a deep one. I think he's due. He's shown flashes on grass. Beats Easy Boss in 2021, coming in with a grass court title this year in Stuttgart. Um, so yeah, I I think I think he's due another another deep run in in a major. Um, yeah, that's, those are my thoughts. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, really hope that Francis makes it through. Ryan, do you have, uh, anyone else other, I'd assume Alcaraz, you've obviously got, but, uh, do you think Francis makes it to that, to that quarter? Yeah, I think Alcaraz wins the section. Um, I'll say Holger Rune, Runa makes, makes the quarter. I'm not too confident about that, but I don't know. Tiafo's never gone past fourth round here at Wimbledon, and, and sure, he's he's in good form coming in winning Stuttgart. I can't deny that. Um, but Holger also has a few matches under his belt, too. Looks pretty good in Queens. Um, so uh, I definitely think uh, it, 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 it'll, be, uh, it'll be tough, but I think Holger's path to um, a fourth round encounter with... Um, with with, with uh, Tiafo is easier, and by the time Tiafo gets to a meeting with Runa, I think he'll be a little more burned out because Holger's got a British wild card to start. Lofhagen, who, um, to be fair, looked good in Eastburn, but 
uh, still has like no Grand Slam experience. Matteo Arnaldi, next round likely, uh, promising young Italian, um, but again, no experience on grass. And then Davidovich Fakina, third round, or Bodic Van de Zanschel, or even Zhijian Zhang. Um, all those guys have uh, a little bit of grass experience. Um, they've won matches here at Wimbledon, but Holger is too many weapons there. And then that, that that's a lot easier of a path, I think, than having to play Grigor third round, like Tiafa will probably do. And then before that, Papira in second round. Um, so I think Holger will get the better of Tiafo, but certainly hope I'm wrong. Uh, as, as an American, a huge fan of American, of all the American men, but just my honest thoughts. Yeah, no, completely fair. Uh, you know, Holger's been, you know, just kind of surging this year, and I, I don't think it's a bad pick to have him going to the quarter. Um, as we move to the second quarter here, just really briefly, um, this is the Medvedev. And Sitsi Pass, I believe. Yep, uh, Sitsi Pass quarter. Um, as we've mentioned, you know, Sitsi Pass is uh, kind of looking like uh, he's he's going to be in trouble. Um, and and some other guys we've mentioned here, you know, uh, you got Ben Shelton, Andy Murray, um, uh, Medvedev. Is uh, his section doesn't seem too overwhelming, but. Uh, who do we really see making it through to this quarter? I'd say Medvedev, and then, uh, you know, I would I would love to see uh, Sir Andy Murray, but you know, I'm gonna take Ben Shelton. I think uh, Ben Shelton's gonna get it done. He's gonna make it to the quarter, and he has the game that that's really translatable for the grass. So that's who I'd have going for the quarter. Um, but you guys think otherwise, Akil? Who do you have going to the quarter? Yeah, I mean, as far as Medvedev is concerned, it's it's so so weird because you think he'd be better on grass given you know he's got a really good serve excellent mover uh you know flat ground stroke such flat ground strokes that you would think would be aided by a lower bounce um and i i think he's made fourth round twice um you know 2019 and 2021 um at least 2021 i know was a was a tough five set loss to Hercotch, but um and yeah, beyond that, he's shown other flashes. You know, back to back finals, I think last year. But also, in in totality, it's not as good as you would think. Um, and uh, you know, that's why it's kind. Of, you have to be kind of wary with him. I think uh, there's potential down the line. Manner, you know, he's had trouble with. He's like two four in the head to head, but. Um, as I said earlier, I don't expect Manorino to be 100% for that. I think Medvedev probably, um, yeah, that makes things a whole lot easier for him. But uh, even then, Greek Spore coming off a title and Schertagenbosch this grass season, potentially third round. And then one of Sarindola or Tommy Paul, fourth round is, would be his projections. Um, but I think for for a lot of those guys, uh, it, their way of beating Medvedev would be having to hit him off the court, you know, and Manorino more so. It's like the short angles, a lot of stuff that gives Medvedev discomfort. Um, and Tommy Paul is capable of playing with that uh, more of like that all court game to disrupt Medvedev, but he he did get hurt midway through their Eastbourne final with Sarundolo. So because of that, I'll probably probably send Medvedev through to the to the quarterfinals. 
Um, and I've got Corda on the other side. I, you know, obviously, yeah, it's a it's a very tricky, uh, tricky first round with Jerry Vesely. Um, but I think if he gets to through that, which I I still think he should, because, um, you know, to my eye, it seemed like Corda's picked up again. Uh, you know, his form from the beginning of the year where he was exceptional. Um, and uh, it is, it's a very limited sample size, obviously, but um, I did, I also just don't think he's wrong when he says, uh, you know, amid this, this grass court field, which I feel there's like a dearth of, uh, you know, li- or not a lack of, a lack of, you know, really bonafide contenders that are, um, that really, uh, you know, stand above the pack. So as far in that context, I, I, I do like Cordon Grass a lot. He looked great in Queens. Uh, Nori, a guy who he could face semifinalist last year, he he beat him pretty easily in uh in Queens. Um, so I if he navigates that first round, I I like Corda a lot to to get get through to the quarters and I'd probably favor him over Medvedev. Um but I mean that's yeah it's I, I understand if if uh if it's a bit of a stretch given given how little Corda's played this year for him to to make that leap. But yeah, I, I like Corda. Even even Wimbledon two years ago he was very close to making the quarters. So. Yeah, no I mean I think look Corda obviously you know, has the game that, you know, maybe he hasn't had as much match experience this year, but I think on the grass historically he's shown, um, you know, just his play style and everything. I think he's, he's definitely one of the top Americans for sure. Um, you know, for me, it's a win if any of the Americans make it to the semi, you know, if uh, any of these guys can take out Medvedev, make it to the semi and Steph, you know, assuming, you know, Steph continues to play at the pretty poor level that he has in the grass court season. Um, I think it's a win, but with that, Ryan, do you, do you think um, anyone else is going to make it out of this quarter um, between this Medvedev city pass quarter? No, um, I, I think Medvedev will end up winning this section, but that that's very tentative. There's a lot of dangerous floaters and, and it, it, it's a pretty wide open section, but I think Medvedev and will win a quarterfinal battle with, I'll say Cam Nori, um, because Cam's coming off the semis last year and just loves this surface. So I'll say yeah, yeah the home crowds Cam. too are definitely gonna uh, boost yeah. him up here. So you know I think that's completely fair. As we move to the second half, um, get to the uh, third quarter here. This is the Sinner and Casper Rude quarter. Um, so obviously center, very convincing today, two, two and two. Um, you know, I'd say that this quarter is, is relatively wide open. It was looking like Taylor Fritz had a huge opportunity and obviously he's still in the tournament, but, um, who do we see coming out of this, uh, this quarter? I would have said Taylor Fritz. I'm probably still going to roll with Taylor Fritz. Um, and then, you know, I'd say, in the Casper Root portion, uh, it's really tough to say. Uh, I really think it's going to be a surprise quarterfinalist. Um, yeah, I, 
So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think... Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, I think... Um, I, I do think Yannick uh, will win this quarter. Um, yeah, like I said, he looked great today. Um, dominated, and he doesn't have that many obstacles in his way. Um to make the semis. Um, he's got Diego next. Diego looked really good today. Dominant win over Kichmanovich, but not a natural craft sport player. And then Dan Evans would be his projected, thir- projected third round, but he was losing badly to Holly's before Holly before play got defended. So he might play Vukic um, third round, which would be relatively easy. Um, Mugic is a big server though, so it'd be a little, little challenge, but not, not too much. Uh, fourth round, Taylor, Taylor could still make the fourth round. I think he escapes Huntman and, um, from there it should be a lock to make the fourth round, but I would give the edge to center given that Yannick's gone, you know, you made quarters last year as Taylor had, but he also beat, um, a, an enormously great win over, uh, Carlos Alcaraz. Um, en route, and he was up two sets on Djokovic, so um, I think his top level on grass right now is better than Taylor's top level on grass, um, even though Taylor may have more weapons, so I, I would favor Sinner over over Fritz, and then the other section is, I, it, it could be a total mess. Casper um, looked shaky today against Laurent Locally, who's literally no grass court experience, Um Dennis, uh, he's on upset alert. He went down a set to Radu Albert before play got suspended. Uh, he's had a horrible year. I don't trust him. Batista Goot has a chance, given he's made the semis here before. Um, but he's in a battle, too. Everyone's in a battle. Two sets to one on Safalin before play got suspended. And then Borna's also a big seed here. Um, but the theme continues. And he's also in trouble to former quarterfinalist Guido Pella. Uh, who has beaten some big names here at Wimbledon before. Um, I don't know. It could. I think this bottom half could be a total surprise. Um, usually you have at Wimbledon, you have some completely out of the blue quarterfinalist pick. Um, I'm tempted to just go totally crazy in this bottom half and uh, pick someone wild. Um, King Lloyd Harris has got to be top of that list. What did you say? King Lloyd Harris. Lloyd Harris uh, has, I believe, made the fourth round here um, before. Uh, I don't I mean, know he if he's in. He took a set off Fed uh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, uh, he did take a set off Fed. No, he only made second round here. Sorry, my bad. But um, it, it could be to- someone totally random like him. Uh, I'll say Bautista Goot, just given he's gone further than anyone else in this section before. But that's highly could be a highly likely to change and I don't feel confident in that but I do feel confident that Yannick will end up winning this section completely fair um yeah I think uh yeah between Yannick and, and T Fritz as much as I love T Fritz as much as I want to see my Americans do really well I think uh if Taylor was going to make the semi you should have done it last year when he was playing a Rafa at 10 percent um and so I think uh, he's he's kind of lost that opportunity this year. I think we see Sinner go go through in the quarter, and I'm going to roll uh, with King Lloyd Harris um, because I think uh, he's obviously <laughs> a great grass court player. For those of you who don't know the King Lloyd Harris joke, Johnny Mac 
a few years ago made fun of uh, Lloyd Harris because his friends called him King and, you know, he was playing Roger Federer. And so Johnny Mack was saying that uh, he's not looking like too much of a King when he was playing Fed, but I think he earns that title. I think he makes it to the quarters this year. Um, Akil, with that in mind, uh, do you find anyone else making the quarter out of that section or do you think Snyder is going to roll through? Well, I actually had Fritz, uh, to the semi in this in this out of this quarter um and i'm not too discouraged by by what i see today and i unless unless he ends up losing the match obviously uh but you know it's like survival to the fit Humphrey's literally one of the hardest unseated he could have drawn out of the gates so um you know he expected a battle there uh but i think sinner and fritz are in like similar spots sinner obviously um of late you know it's fritz more more further back really since wimbledon last year but sinner of late having some similar issues with um you know the expectations and and the pressure he's put on himself since uh uh you know really putting together an excellent first quarter of the year um but uh obviously he's got Coming off the second round X disappointment at, at RG. Um I I think that, that it'll really be between those two who who comes out of this quarter. Um and it, it's really a roll of the dice to me. I, I just went Fritz just because uh I don't know, I I don't really it's 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 literally a roll of the dice because like both guys are, are not really very convincing right now and in, in uh in those pressure moments and and whatnot but i think their draw set up for them on a collision course and i think what whoever wins that takes this this uh this section yeah and on the other side i'll say rba just because um you know in spite of the, this year rba has been you know showing his age to me but in 19 he made the semis in 2021 he made the quarters i don't really re- i don't remember what he did last year but um yeah i mean i think this is this is a section where he can he can thrive if and yeah he, he is up two sets to one at the at the suspension of of his first round and yeah i i think at least he's 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 probably good enough to to get to to round four and i yeah, yeah. i i got him to the quarters yeah i think robbie bats is never a bad pick um although he's the spanish player he's does not play like a spanish player so i think uh he's uh well suited bet and uh not a safe pick for sure amongst that crop grasper root is coming though yes. grasper root could could be coming yeah uh, you know, although having a relatively uh, very poor year, we, we can't forget uh, it is a grand slam. And we know that Casper, uh, he, he peaks for just a couple of events, grand slams and 250s. And so this is this is this is a grand slam. So we can see Grasper coming to life with that in mind. As we go to the final quarter here, um, we got Rublev and Thanovich, uh, Novak Djokovic down here. Um, I think Novak Djokovic, obviously kind of no discussion, makes the quarter, wins the quarter. But, you know, with FAA going out, 
I'm actually going to say J.J. Wolf, the American, makes it through to the quarters, makes it through to his first Grand Slam quarterfinal. He was close this year at the Aussie, lost to Ben Sheldon in the fourth round, and I think he gets it done. I think he takes advantage of the draw opening up with, with FAA going out. And, you know, Rublev, although a great player, um, I, I do think that uh, Rublev is still susceptible on the grass to to – you know, uh, an early loss, and I kind of expect that. So we'll see. But uh, Ryan, who do you who do you see coming out of this quarter? Uh, obviously, I would be a, a complete idiot and a fool not to say Novak Djokovic. Um, he's is his, his draw is looking pretty nice overall, as Akil's alluded to earlier. Um, he won convincingly today over Pedro Kachin. Um, Jordan Thompson next, who's played really well this grass court season, made the final in Shirkogenbosch, but he doesn't have the weapons to hang with Novak. Stan next. Stan looked really good today, too. But again, he's 38 years old, oldest player in the draw. And he's, as Akil said, not going to have the legs. Um, but, you know, it's still a matchup that everyone's going to want to see. Fourth round, I do think Hercotch will give Novak a battle. Um, I think he gets through... Uh, Choinsky, second round, and then Massetti, third round, who has very little grass court experience and prefers clay. Um, Burkach looked very convincing today over crafty veteran Albert Ramos Vignolas. Uh, he's, he's, he's made uh, a semifinals here at Wimbledon before, beating Federer, albeit an injured Federer, but still, still a very impressive win. And he's um, played Novak here at Wimbledon before, and 2019. Gave him a tough four-set battle uh, on court one, I remember. Uh, uh, so I definitely think he could push him for maybe even five sets. I know he's not been in the best form this year, but um, I think Hubie really is energized by grass court tennis. So um, I, th- I think that'll be a battle, but he's he's definitely not going to beat Novak, that's for sure. Um, uh, and then I think Novak in the quarters um, – Will play against uh, that, that 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 Rublev section is tough because Rublev is not a natural grass court player, um, and everyone else in that section has some has some flaws to their game, um, has some question marks come in. Goffin made the quarterfinals before; he's in that section. Um, he's not had a great year, uh, and he's getting older. He's I believe thirty three years old now. Um, Bublik winning Halle was a great win. But with him, the 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 mental the mental toughness and mental strength is always going to be a question. What's going on between the years is always anyone's guess with him. And I think I I, I agree with you, Musa. I think JJ pulls that upset on Bublik. Um, there's there's a recent trend of Holland champions not named Roger Federer um, flaming out early in Wimbledon, and I think um, I think this time will be no different. Um, I think JJ gets through that. I think JJ should be able to beat Martyr or Michael Moe. Um, JJ already beat Michael Moe in Australia, in fact. Um, and then fourth round, probably play Rublev, although Goffin's there lurking. And even Aslan Karatsev, who's had some surprisingly good results, like a Madrid semi earlier this year, you know, he's he has a small chance to make fourth round, too, I think. Um Overall, I'll be safe, and I'll, I'll say Andre Rublev makes the quarters, but I could see JJ, Bublik, um, Goffin has an outside chance, and Karatsev has an outside chance, but I'll, I'll go Andre Rublev uh, just off um, 
just off his his peak level and consistency is he's hands down more consistent than anyone else in this section by far um save Gafan maybe but Gafan's not had the best year so I'll say Rublev making the quarters but he'll get dusted by Djokovic I think in probably tight straights or something yeah I think that's completely valid I mean I think at the end of the day Rublev's your perennial top 10 player I mean and for good reason he's got all that consistency and you know at the end of the day he just finds a way to get the wins and he's a He's not a bad pick. So, Akil, do you see Rublev making it through here um, and getting polished off by Novak, or do you see another surprise quarterfinalist? Yeah, I mean, it, it'll it'll be for it'll it's up for whoever, uh, you know, whoever wants to take the L to Novak in the quarters. Um, but I I I think it'll be Rublev just uh, just because. You know, on initial on initial look at this draw, I wouldn't have loved it for Rublev if uh you know Kyrgios, Felix were were healthy. Um, you know, Andre has struggled against big servers. You know, Isner, Kyrgios beat him pretty good a cup, I think, last year. Um, yeah, just in general, he hasn't he hasn't been great against big servers. Uh. But I I don't think he's going to have to play the big servers. Um, you know, Kyrgios out of there. Um, Felix won't won't be making it to the fourth round. Obviously, um, Bublik is is an interesting one. Um, if there were a time for Bublik to to make a deep run at the major, it would be it would be this one. Coming in with a lot of momentum, and it, today is actually a really good win for him. You know, Mackie McDonald. Pretty, you know, he's 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 built for grass, uh, and uh, I think yeah, he's made a fourth round before. Obviously, in general, just uh, yeah, just a really flat hitter. Stays low to the ground. He's he's a, he's a great grass court player, and uh, yeah, Bublik did well to to get out of that one, and uh, yeah, obviously he'll have his hands full with uh with our Cincy boy um in in JJ Wolf in in the second round. Um, but yeah, I could see that one going either way. It, it, ultimately, I I like Rublev to to get through. I think uh, it's just kind of uh, he's got he's got a good looking section where I don't think he's gonna have to play anyone. That's the stylistic issue for him that he's he's encountered in the past. But uh, obviously, uh, you know, I I don't even think Djokovic is gonna have to play. <laughs> he probably like won't play like he, he won't need to play his best to get the get out of this quarter. And that's kind of been the thing with Djokovic at Wimbledon the last couple of years, kind of just uh eased his way into the tournament. Uh you know uh I don't really yeah, I don't think it'll be it's it's not concerning for the guy to be dropping sets left and right. He's kind of done that at Wimbledon over the last couple of years. Uh yeah, he'll, he'll whether he whether he does or not, it doesn't really matter because once he gets to the business end of the tournament, um, yeah, you can pretty much book it that he's he's it's not gonna lose to any of these guys. It's uh Hubi Hubi does uh probably put up the best fight to him, um if he can you know, if he can play his best, which isn't isn't a given with how poor he's been this year, but obviously uh 
a great grass court player in his own right. So if he brings it, yeah, he he can fight, but it's he is inevitable. He's Novak will will he's going to the semis. He's yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think that's an obvious one for sure. Um, and he's earned that earned that uh quality for sure. Um, I think he's hunting for the calendar. He's already said he's he's got his eyes on New York, and I think he's he's. He's got that look in his eye where he's he's gonna go deep in this tournament and and I ultimately think he's gonna win it. But I guess before jumping the gun, um, if we look at semifinalists, for me, I think you got to go Alcaraz uh, with my matchup between Alcaraz and Tiafo. Um, you know Alcaraz is figuring out the grass. He's, he's earned his title and now he's uh, I see him making that semi. Um, and then I think he's gonna face. Oh, it's tough, you know, and then, you know, I, I would love to see the dream result of seeing Ben Shelton play him in the, in the semi and, and see that young guys battle in, in the semifinal showing, changing the guard. Um, I think more likely you're going to probably find Medvedev, but either way, I think Alcaraz is going to win that semifinal. Um, and then if we look at the bottom half, Sinner, um, is going to come out of that semi is going to come through to the semi. And then uh, Novak is going to face him in that semi in my view. And I think that's going to be three or four sets. And I think Novak gets it done. Um, and then I think we're going to see a repeat of our Novak versus Carlitos um, fine. Um, and ultimately I find Novak is going to probably win that one too. But do you guys see anything else happening deep in, in, in the week as we get into the, the semis and finals? Um, you know, who do you really find as as the as the players to make it through to the semis and finals? And do we do we see anything really threatening that most likely Algaraz versus Djokovic final? Um I mean, I got one versus two also. I, I say Alcaraz over Djokovic. Um, I think it'll be Alcaraz and Korda in the semis um, where, you know, Alcaraz, more well-rounded game, pretty much wins out. Um, and, uh, yeah, and Djokovic, uh, by my, my projections, it would be him over Fritz. Fritz, another guy who's, you know, kind of... Uh, Fits into the big hitter, big big game mold that uh, the big three pretty much shut out for the last uh, really two decades almost. So I don't see how that would change. Um, so yeah, I I say Djokovic and Alcaraz in the final. I I'm really tempted to say Alcaraz could push that five because I I've just been so blown away and impressed by it. You know, obviously you don't achieve what he's done. Um, at such a young age without being a quick, quick learner. Um, but yeah, as I said earlier, a lot of the adjustments he's making on grass, just looking a lot more comfortable with the movement. Um, I've been super impressed with it. And I, I think like, I, I think he could definitely surprise a lot of people with how competitive he could make that final. Um, you know, I, it, it kind of seems to me like uh, coming into this tournament, he's, you know, t- it's kind of those mechanisms where you're taking the pressure off. Uh, you know, just he he said Kyrgios would would be the one that 
could put up a better fight to Novak than him and probably the best of the field. Um, and I, I don't buy that for a second that he actually thinks that, but, um, ultimately, you know, it's probably a step too soon, too far. Um, but I do, I definitely think Alcaraz will be more ready for the occasion this time. Um, it's probably, as I said, at the time of the semis, I think it was a good, good experience to, to get under the belt, um, getting to play a Djokovic, um, at the back end of a slam, just, uh, you know, just different conditions, different feel to a match than anything he's probably encountered before. Um, yeah. So as far as like nerves and all that, I, I feel he'll be ready for that much, much more this time. But again, you know, too, too, a step too far, probably too soon. I think he could actually pull that off at the U.S. Open coming up. But um, here, probably, yeah, it's probably too soon. So I, I'd probably say Djokovic in a, in a tight four. Fair enough. You know, I think at the end of the day, um, Alcaraz is going to get there. And we got to understand that, you know, he is 20 years old. And I think that. He's got all the all the tools, all the lookings of a champ and of being a future of, of being an already legend of the sport. So, you know, I think just at this stage, context and, and just history, I think that it'd be it'd be tough to pick against Novak in that final. But I, I hope we see a cracker. I hope we see a five setter. I hope Alcaraz stays healthy and we don't get something like the French. But, you know, with that, Ryan, do you see it? anything threatening that final and you know do you have the same sort of prediction of having Novak over Alcaraz no uh I I think it's it, it's a boring answer and it, it's you know it's one verse two it's like come on like be be different be unique um make a weird skip Bayless kind of pick no I'm not gonna do that um not at all uh Al- Alcaraz Djokovic uh I do think Djokovic wins. I'll say five set epic. We were, I thought the epic was going to happen in, in Roland Garros. It did not. Um, I think we're we're due for, for at least one Alcaraz Djokovic epic before Novak retires in a slam. So I think we're due for that. I'll say in a fifth set breaker. I'll say Djokovic wins. Um, and you know Novak has not lost here since 2017 against Tomas Burdick. And it's it's not going to happen again um, for this year. So, yeah, five set epic, twenty fourth, equaling Margaret Court Smith, um, and further cementing um, his legacy and making it even harder to argue against him as the greatest ever. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think we're due. I think the tennis gods owe us one one battle, one epic, and I I see it happening. Um, and I think, uh, you know, if it does come that Novak on that day is going to be, be crowned champ, then all the best of luck to him for, for the open, for the calendar and having a second shot at it's unbelievably impressive, especially at this stage. Um, but yeah, with that, um, that wraps up this edition of the 10 uh, of the rack rundown podcast. And so here on out, um, we're likely going to be doing shorter. Uh, you know, day recaps and previews. So look forward to that. And we'll catch you guys on the next edition of the Racket Rundown podcast. Thanks for tuning in.